0: Today's podcast is brought to you by audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at www.audibletrial.com slash comedy podcast network. Over a hundred thousand titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. everybody in podcast land and welcome to their sports sports sports, sports. podcast i am joel anderson i'm jordan pomaville and joining us as always is the sports outsider phil Rantos. the super bowl is going on right now that's not true phil yes it, it is, is. is not you're your not going the on elections are my super bowl uh, oh. a couple of old politicians going head to head in the gridiron. Yeah. Actually, I actually knew a guy in, in college who was a sports nut, absolute sports nut. He was also kind of crazy. And when we, it was uh, 2004. We were asking him about the election. We just said, hey, you know, hey, Grady, who are you voting for? And he goes, you know, I don't know. I just really hope it's close. You know, nice. like a sports fan would say when they're watching a game, say, oh, uh, you know, I just want a good game. And it was just one of those, like, wow, you are – You're just about competitiveness. Oh, he just loves tension. Yeah. That feeling of tension. I bet that he uh, dated women that were wrong for him too, right? I don't know. I I would guess that he didn't date women at all. His His crowning achievement is every uh, Michigan football game, he uh, allows himself to get on TV. He gets on TV – and every Michigan football game, going ah, Wait, allows himself to get on TV. Like works like this is his goal. He, well, oh, if, okay, you're not, if you're not in the front row, you have to find a way to get to the front row. So when the camera pans to the people in the front row, you're leaning over the front row. no oh, he's going, an attention bah! Bah! Yeah, he paints his face. All well, weird. if you're listening, hi Grady, it's been a while. Hey Grady, yeah, hey, I Grady. liked all your posts about the Detroit Tigers. <laughs> um, oh, I, speaking of which, I do have to, I do have to say real quick though. Yeah, uh, I think the the politics and sports comparison pretty valid though. I think the, the reason I channel so much emotional energy into sports is because they don't really mean anything. And if I channeled that much emotional energy into politics, life would just suck. And whereas I'm the exact opposite. <laughs> <laughs> that sports means yeah. something. Sports politics means don't. something. Politics aren't going to help out my podcast. Yeah. Well, exactly. here's, here's why I like it. Because I write for a satirical sketch comedy show about the news. Oh, so I have to watch. Oh, you sounded so sarcastic. (laughs) (laughs) The news. I hate you. Satire about the news. Yeah, we're the only ones. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad someone's doing it. Yeah, Yeah. it's about time. That's why I didn't watch any sports this week. But I think this is all right. This is really in a lot of ways, though. It's like the Super Bowl, except, you know, unlike the Super Bowl, where there's only like two regions of the country where people really care about who wins. It's like the whole country. Right. Everyone's got a really strong opinion. It's like it's like. It's like Cowboys fans and Giants fans, and what if the Cowboys and Giants played a game for all, like for for once every four years, and everybody had to side with either the Cowboys or the Giants? Well, that'd be awful. Yeah, be I, I would hate that. That'd be Giants, right? I feel like that's what that's what elections are. Again, why my <laughs> preference for the sports meaning so much to me? Yeah, yeah. I think it's just it's so much easier because at the end of the day, even when I'm really depressed about sports, I usually can take a big step back and be like. I guess this really doesn't matter at You're all. You are not a it? true fan. No, and here's here's what I you know we were talking about the two party system earlier, and, yep. I, and I fucked up. I threw my vote away. Yeah, exactly. I, I voted. That's right. for, I voted for Justin Verlander. All oh, right, dude's yeah. not thirty-five. You could have. At least voted for President. Roseanne Barr yeah. I totally bo- botched it. Ah, he cannot. S- if elected, he cannot Rose serve. Roseanne Barr, thirty-five. Justin Verlander, not thirty-five. he's yeah. yeah, twenty-nine. I believe Ooh, twenty-eight. Perfect which, age. And you got to figure the guy's going to get a lot of write-ins. Yeah, totally. If you know, you, you know he can serve in the House of Representatives at twenty-eight. Nope, not the Senate. Not the highest office in the land. Well, that's too bad. Yeah, Ask for your vote back. Well, moving along. Tim Tebow, Update, Watch, Update. Tim Tebow, Update, Watch, Update. Brought to you by Mentos. Feel the rush in your mouth, eh? Tebow! All right, and with that accent, I'd like to uh, welcome our new listeners on Seattle affiliate KBBL. There they are. And uh, Portland's KCLW. KCLW, the rockster. (laughs) <laughs> right isn't that their thing the rockster rock. it is and and uh, kbbl seattle's best sports best sports <laughs> <laughs> meow <laughs> they've got a little cat as their ma- mascot yeah it's odd it's odd yeah, it i don't is. know why they do it's very that. ironic yeah. Very yeah ironic people rains a lot starbucks yeah it's very strange <laughs> uh, tim tebow is on a buy this week wow making the the tebow update watch update guys we have to talk Especially. about it for two minutes or mentos won't give us money we have some stats. Okay. <laughs> he was at his parents' house for Sunday supper, and after the meal, there was a backyard football game. Nice. How did, How did he do, he do the Two the backyard yards of football carry? game? Classic three-on-three, two-hand touch, two completions for a first down. Sprinklers to the east and the west, out of bounds. Beyond the oak tree to the south end zone. Uh, beyond the oak tree is, one, is the south end zone. Beyond the 20-foot overly gruesome crucifix, the north end zone. There one it. blitz per four downs. Cool. Yeah. Tebow carried 15 times for 80 yards, scoring four touchdowns. One was called back in an unsportsmanlike conduct penalty Ooh. for kneeling and giving thanks to Jesus Christ, Lord, and Savior for less than 15 seconds. Oh. Yeah. Passing, Tim Tebow was an abysmal six for 32. Wait a second. <laughs> Does that mean that his completion percentage is no longer well, 100%? This is well, an exhibition. NFL completion percentage. Oh, okay. An exhibition. His yeah. sister, Katie, admitted to, uh, admitted to a case of the dropsies. Probably brought on by her use of the Lord's name in vain on the six wildly overthrown, uncatchable passes <laughs> from her brother before he got one even close to her hands. That'll yeah. do it. Tebow was sacked five times and thirty-three times by his mother Pamela, whose tenacious defense kept her team, comprising of herself, Tim's father Robbie, middle child Peter, in control of the game the first three quarters against Tim, oldest son Robbie, and the aforementioned Butterfingers, Katie. Yeah. Did you say tenacious defense? Yeah. No, just tenacious D. The, Tenacious the- D the band they have a fence that where it's like a Tenacious D mural on it? No, no, it's I mean the, the band is really referencing – you would often refer to defense in a football game as being tenacious. Ah. Yeah. Oh. You're, you're, <laughs> like, <laughs> Ooh. you're like a reference behind Hey, this I'm one being fell. a Saved by the Bell audience. <laughs> Yay. Ah, <laughs> <Aww. laughs> oh, Woo. That's my favorite. Yeah, that's the best. Anytime there's a kiss. <laughs> well, we made it two minutes. All right. Final All right. score, 42-35. Tim Tebow engineered an amazing comeback due to mostly – uh, Robbie Jr.'s airs more than Tim's own talent. Uh, yeah, sums yeah. it up. And that was the Tim Tebow Update Watch Update, brought Tim to T- you sh- by Mentos. Feel the rush in your mouth. I'm a ghost. Tebow! So just... uh just four more years of those, and we'll have paid off A-Rod. Oh, yeah, we're getting closer. It is unfortunate. That contract is an albatross yeah, is on, on this an podcast. albatross. A-Rod taught me the coolest high five the other day. No. You do a high no, five, and then you I'm, wrap your middle finger in and then twist around. It looks like a little worm in the ground. That's really not that cool. It was really cool. Definitely worth $137 million. a no. $137.5 million. I'm really glad I picked that box. No. I'm really glad I picked that box. I've been I've been making calls trying to find someone to take them. Nobody. Asterix episode 44. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, Curtain I, Jerks might take him on. Sister yeah. podcast. I, I made a call to Curtain Jerks. There is some interest from Curtain Jerks. Yeah, I heard that uh, Hulk Hogan wants somebody to relieve him as a receptionist. Yeah. So... Uh, that's important. And, and it would be expensive. Uh, I have not told him how much he's getting paid, uh, but I did offer them uh, corned beef sandwiches. Hey, you're good at making sandwiches. I am good at making sandwiches. I so. think we have to probably pick up the bulk of his contract to move him. That's yeah. that's the that's, problem. That's, yeah, That's which is unfortunate. But, you yes. know, if we can get him off the club. All right. What do we got going on today, Joel? Uh, let's see. Uh, I believe you guys are interviewing Gary Bettman. We are. Ooh. NHL commissioner. I will not be here for that because I don't think I can be in the same room as the man who's going to subject me to... Uh, like three months months of unmitigated NBA action. Yeah, uh, you you are a big hockey fan. Yep, very very. Uh, uh you're not the f- what's the opposite of a fan? Uh, anti fan. Anti fan of Gary <laughs> Bettman. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, I yeah Gary Bettman. Uh, it's like he hates hockey. It really is hard to find another explanation for the way that he he moves forward other than that he must. Just like, really hate hockey. Well, he must All be right. an American then. Oh, well, we'll talk to him. Yeah, so he's going to be in-house, but again, I will, I will step out, and I want to pull a Phil on our guest. Phil well, or- I'll pull a Phil for the both of us. <laughs> Phil, do we have a weird sport? You're goddamn right we do. All right, All right. We'll also, we're also going to have an arguing about sports. Rah, rah, rah. <laughs> yeah, we'll get excited for that. Uh, briefly, one more last news item. NFL coach Romeo Cornell fired his defensive coordinator, also Romeo Cornell. Oh, wow. What? What? Yeah. So he was the defensive coordinator and the head coach. And he sacked himself. Yes. Oh. In, his, in his, his role as head coach, he fired his flagging defensive coordinator, who was also him. And so, Phil, right. I yeah. ask you. What might that sound like, Romeo Cornell firing himself? Well, luckily, himself. I had some microphones. Oh, really? uh, they, they, yeah, I've got I had microphones set up as we, we know have it's microphones every in room, every locker room and every office. And which I believe, once again, underutilized. Yeah, for but a sports I, podcast, you'd think that we would use the inside information we collect. From I listen to it all. Day. I just don't air a lot of it. But this Whoa. one I got when he was firing himself. I had a, a recorder in his office. Great. So. Let's listen in. Yeah, let's play it. Hey, Romeo, I need you to come in and sit down. Romeo. Hey Romeo, sit in that chair. no, no, don't don't try to walk out. You know what this is. Sit down in the chair. No, you can't have a glass of water first. you're so needy no, just sit down all right, Romeo. listen, it's me, your boss Romeo. look man you've had you've been you haven't been doing good, man. haven't been doing good you you've been spending way too much time head coaching, not enough time coordinating. As you know, I'm supposed to be the one head coaching and coordinating. You're the one that's been spending too much time head coaching and coordinating. You know what that means. Gotta cut something out. I'm sorry. You're fired. Remember that from The Apprentice? Donald Trump says it. Well, now you're fired. Yeah. Oh, don't cry. Don't cry. Now you're making me cry. Come on. No, don't cry, Romeo. You're making me cry, Romeo. You knew this was going to happen, Romeo. Oh, Romeo. Oh, Romeo. Wherefore art thou, Romeo? You're fired. Get out of my office. Hey, wait, now I'm outside the office. Oh man, I left my keys in the office. And I had coffee. I had coffee brewing. Oh, it's gonna overflow. You know what? you fired as head coach too, Romeo. What? I've worked my ass off at this job. No, you're fired. Get out of here. Oh man, I'll show you. I'm gonna start coaching for a little league team and then we're going to make it to the top again. We're going to be the best football team. I'm going to have my own Friday Night Lights show about me. And then I'm going to take my job. And I'm going to be offensive coordinator and defensive coordinator. You'll see. Well, fine. Go do it. Get out. Bye. Oh, man, that was tough. Whew. I'm going to miss him. And that was the recording we have of Romeo Cornell firing himself i think yeah. he i think he got a little untethered there for a he second he did i'm actually a little worried about romeo he went off the tracks yeah, a little off the tracks uh all right let's let's get started we, yeah. Well, yeah, let's, hey, do let's, it. let's 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 kick her off all right joel is gone good phil's gonna behave himself for our guests. oh man i hate behaving myself <laughs> i know i hate guests i know but yeah. hey if you sit through this Look what we got over there for you. Ice cream! That's right. Ice cream, ice cream, ice cream. Who's this old guy? This is Gary Bettman. Gary, uh, NHL Commissioner. Gary Bettman, great to have you on the podcast. Hello, guys. Great to be on the podcast. Thank you very much. Wait, you're the NHL Commissioner. That is right. I am the Commissioner of the National Hockey League. So you're on vacation. I wouldn't call it that. I'm in the midst of some very severe and intense negotiations with the... But there's players no season. There's no season going on. We got no games right now. We got no. We're nothing. hoping to salvage some of the season, provided that the players come to their senses uh, and and drop their incredible greed. Well, well, I'll, I'll indulge you on this. What what, do you, what exactly what exactly do you mean? What what are the you know? Well, what do the players want that you, you don't agree with? So, okay. Well, seven years ago, uh, we had a season long work stoppage. You uh, missed, we a, a, whole we you missed a whole season. We missed a whole season. Because players didn't seem to understand that the the increase in their salaries uh, was not representative of where league revenues were. Uh, And so in that lockout, we got absolutely everything we could have wanted. We kicked their ass. I think that was the worst defeat in the history of organized labor. We got everything we wanted. And since then, league revenues are up across the board. Oh, that's great news. So, yeah, so it stands to reason that now – Unfortunately, we just need to drop player salaries even further. Wait, the phone. Well, I, well, I don't mis- follow. Whoa. I don't follow. If you're making more money, everyone should make more money. This is America, well, and it's people, a democracy. People just don't seem to understand that there are a lot of hidden costs in hockey. Name a thousand. I will get, I don't know if I can quite name a thousand, but I can name, so name, okay, name half you. a thousand. Yeah, I will certainly try. But hey, it's like, you know, now, you know how airlines don't change this name a thousand, I half a thousand. I'm naming. <laughs> okay, then we'll do it in number fashion. All right. N- number one, you know how airlines are increasing the price of tickets because of fuel costs. Oh, God, yeah. I hate that. Yeah, yeah. Well, you don't think Zamboni's run on nothing. Okay, that, that gasoline is up to, it's like $4 a gallon these days. So it's like eight bucks a game. Yeah. yeah it's like this $8 a that, game. It used to be like six fifty a game. And now we're spending, it. it's like $8 to keep that ice cream. I, you know, I don't, I don't, that doesn't seem like that's a, a large expenditure. It adds up. It adds up. I guess technically it does add up just very slowly and do a very small number. Well, it, it 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 definitely comes together to something and that's part of why again we just have to blah, drop the amount that players Maybe we paid. went about this wrong. Since we asked him to do half no, a thousand no. hey, reasons, he's starting from the lowest one and he's going to build up to oh, the highest right. one. Yeah. So we okay. did it wrong. All right, another one. Uh have you guys seen the laces on ice skates? Yeah. The what? The, the they're, laces. They're very long. They're very long yeah, laces. Yeah, those are not those normal states. laces. Those are extra long laces. Yeah, right. They you cost get those at a sporting goods store, I two imagine. Two or yeah. three times as much as a normal oh, pair I of shoelaces. Two six. or three dollars, because that would be about right. It probably costs about two or three dollars. Yes, but that is, that is about two or three times as much as your normal set of shoelaces. Maybe. So. No, I think he misunderstood, right? So you're going down right now in terms of the expenditures. <laughs> what we want is for you to... To just go up, just level just our big annual our annual lace costs that the owners have got to shell out for, and I'd like to repeat I think again, it's the owners. laces at this point. Yeah. Okay. What What about um the player salaries? Right. This is this is what this is about. Right. How high are the How many billions and billions of dollars? Like, what percentage of your revenue do you spend on player salaries? Well, they want it. Uh, we we made a very generous offer that it be fifty percent. Okay. 50% on player salaries, which I think, quite frankly, makes a lot of sense. You know, and the other 50% presumably going to laces and Zamboni fuel. Yes. Which I have to imagine is a diesel mix, it's, right? It is a diesel. It is a diesel mix. You are correct about that. But di- diesel is more expensive than people seem to realize. Okay, you, you know what? I gotta say, I'm on the player's side. Yeah, I, I, they're out there sacrificing their bodies every night. You're just sitting in your wow. ivory tower. Also, uh, wow. As Listen. fans, you canceled the whole season, and it looks like you're going to do it again. I, yeah. I, I want to ask you the tough questions. Oh, okay. You're losing Why? more money than you would have gotten if you just would have settled. Well, you you can look at it that way. I choose to look at it as we need to we need to settle this once and all for the league. Look, look asshole! I'm a businessman, all right. And as a businessman, it offends me that you are burning money for a very small negotiation when it could be a win win. What's wrong with you? You got other sports going on, taking the attention away from your league, which could be playing now. You're got got sinking NBA, yourself. Got N- You're I, losing I, fans. I, You're I losing think- loyalty. <laughs> You guys don't seem to understand here. Listen, our lockout in 2005 established the NHL as a trendsetter. Oh, fuck you. What? Sports. Oh, fuck yourself. Both fuck the you. NBA! Phil, no, the he's a piece of shit. Pump the brakes, Phil. He's such an asshole. Whoa, listen to this whoa, guy. Whoa. Listen, listen, okay? Both both of those other two leagues, the lockout is the new strike, okay? And the NBA and the, a- NBA the, and the NFL? That's like saying both firing the- people is the new vacation. That doesn't make any sense. I actually proposed that at our last meeting. Oh, come on. Come on. Did not go over well. You are so evil. Do you know that? Do you know how bad of a person you are? I don't think I'm that bad a person. Is there any examples of people who don't like me? I've got 500 examples of people who don't like you. Do you want me (laughs) to start from the smallest first? All right. Uh, uh, paramecium. (laughs) They don't like you. Huh? Uh... Single cell organisms in general hate you. Ants hate you. Cockroaches hate you. I don't know. Mice hate you. Rats hate you. Woodchucks hate you. Squirrels hate you. Small dogs hate you. Medium sized dogs hate you. Cats hate you. Bigger dogs hate you. Babies hate you. Midgets hate you. Ten year olds hate you. Teenagers hate you. Adults hate you. Giraffes hate you. Elephants hate you. Tyrannosaurus Rex hate you. The blue whale. The blue whale hate Listen, you. If you if you did a quick poll of any group of people who live outside of a country where the NHL plays, I think you'll find that there is not a very strong hatred towards me at all. You can do my quick poll. Whoa, 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 no. Well, you know, in, in, in Vancouver, there's a gun range where instead of pictures of zombies from The Walking Dead... Or Osama bin Laden or generic shadowy attacker, they're using a cartoon of you to shoot at. And it's the most popular uh target they're putting up there. They must just be hockey fans. Well yes, yes. yes! Clearly I don't you... get along with hockey fans. Oh come well, on, that doesn't, that doesn't make sense. You're so a what a terrible Who? commissioner? Alright, are just five hundred kinds of people you get along with. Half thousand. Go. Uh, I get along very well with David Stern. He okay, me, no, okay. calls we're me in. all the time sure, to tell me get what out a good here. job. Get out of, I'm out of our podcast, David Stern. No, not thank you for David coming. Uh, no, not, we're not you for validating coming. your parking. I don't like you coming. Leave. What? We're not validating your parking, but guys. My my private jet doesn't leave for another. I'm another sorry. Hour. But I... Well, I guess we're just going to have to sit on the tarmac then. Well, geez, guys, there's only so much Dom in there. I don't know if. I'm hey, tarmac, Jack, go. Okay. Well, thanks for having me. Not welcome. Arguing about sports. Rawr, rawr, rawr. Okay, I am here to host Arguing About Sports, and we've got a pretty good argument coming up between Jordan and Phil here. Ooh, I'm so ready to argue. Uh, so, uh, as as we know, because we just had Gary Bettman on, it's looking as though uh, there's not going to be an NHL season, which means we have a lot of NBA basketball coming Oh, up. boy, um, am I excited. Neither one affects my life. Yeah, but, uh, but I think, uh, Jordan, you're pretty excited about the NBA. I am. I love slam dunks. Slam-a-jam-a-ding-dong. Slam dunks. Dunk City millionaires. Put it down, big man. I think the most exciting thing in American sports outside of Home runs, touchdowns, bloopers, and tits. It's slam dunks. I have to say, uh, basketball is probably my favorite of the sports to watch, even though I don't watch it much, because I love buzzer beaters. It's oh, like an episode oh. of 24 every time where it's like, <laughs> boop, boop, boop. Jack, you have to shoot the ball or the terrorist is going <laughs> to bite your daughter's neck off. Ooh, swish. Yay, three-pointer. We win. We win. Oh, that was an improbable shot. Yeah. Well, see, that's where I disagree, Phil. What? You're arguing with me about sports? Yeah. Slam dunks are like Mountain Dew commercials. Buzzer beaters are like commercials where they want you to donate to end cancer or something. No. They're accidental. A guy goes up and goes, uh, maybe I'll get it. Maybe this will get it and I'll win. Oh, it did. Wow. Slam dunks are like taking the ball, shoving it through the net and saying, you have no choice but to give me two points for this. No, this is my problem with slam dunks, all right? Slam dunks are like the equivalent of like dr- nightly dropping the ball into the goal, right? It's There's no chance on it. Nightly you know? dropping the ball into the goal? <laughs> Nicely dropping oh. the ball into the goal. I apologize. I spoke incorrectly. But there's no sporting in it. You're putting the ball. It's the easiest shot to make once you're up there, oh, right? that's where I no, disagree. No, no, a buzzer beater is a miracle by definition. You're throwing it out, laying caution to the wind, getting the ball in the hoop, Opposite of a Jamma, game over. Slam dunks can only be achieved by the slammingest and dunkingest athletes on the planet. Oh uh, well, buzzer beaters are only made by people ordained by God to be a miracle worker. <laughs> Have you ever seen My Left Foot? The kind of things that Daniel Day-Lewis does in my left foot is nothing as compared to somebody who makes a buzzer beater at the end of a big game. I hate to quibble, Phil, but you are using a paraplegic as an example in an argument about sports. Well, how is that that different? All right? Think about it. People shooting from that far away from the net are, have no chance of making it. It's as if they're a paraplegic trying to live, right? And then at the end, you take your left foot, you learn how to draw with it. It's the same way as shooting it up. Getting that ball in. Slam dunks are so exciting. Three-pointers are so boring, they had to make them worth three points to make players attempt them. Three-pointers, and really any shot that's not a slam dunk, are just things you have to put up with and slog through to get to more slam dunks in basketball. Uh, I'm sorry, I think jock jams taught us something very important, which is the further away the basket is from the players, the more excitement you get you know what, 10-foot nets, fuck it. Let's go with 30-foot net. Every shot's a buzzer beater. Slam dunks are so dangerous. They were banned by the NBA from 1967 to 1976. Danger is sexy. Buzzer beaters are so improbable that even the Pope himself said that if 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 Jesus came down on earth and he needed to prove himself as the one and only chosen son of God, the only way he could do it is with a buzzer beater in a professional NBA game. There is a cottage industry of nicknames for slam dunks, whereas buzzer beaters go by the same lame name and always have. Dunk City, Stuff Shot, Slamming, Dunk Town, Dunk City USA, Planet Slam Dunk. I'm pretty sure those are all theme <laughs> restaurants that surround basketball auditoriums. I'm pretty sure that the buzzer beater doesn't need more than one name. Like, oh, I don't know, another guy I know named God. (laughs) Hey, all right, uh, we are about to enter into the lightning round portion of arguing about sports, rah, rah, rah. Oh, I'm ready. Okay, so each of you will have three chances to say in five words or less why yours is better. Okay. All right, we're going to flip a coin. Jordan has won the toss. You will go first. Slam dunks, exciting, more than sign, that, buzzer beaters. way more than <laughs> five words. The more than sign's a sign. It's not a word. I uh, did not say symbols. I did not say symbols. Phil. I haven't even said anything, and I'm already up a point. Here we that go. That was more than five words. Oh, come Phil on. is down a point. <laughs> no. Back to Jordan. Slam dunks can be buzzer beaters. Lamb dogs can be more than, oh, more than five words. Back to Phil, buzzer beaters, shoot, fun, good. <laughs> oh, and Phil bursts into the lead with the first successful response. Jordan, your last chance. Slamma jamma, ding dong. Oh, that's gonna be hard to top, Phil. Three, two, <laughs> one, and swish. Ooh. Three, two, one, and dunk. Wait, that what? Was, he that was, was that, no, you ran out of time and then you dunked no, it? No, no, it was a slam dunk buzzer beater. I think I proved my point today. <laughs> yes. Uh I am in the end gonna have to give this one to Phil. <laughs> Ba-da-da-ba-ba-ba! Home run! But Basketball. it was it was well fought on both sides. And this has been Arguing About Sports. R, R, R! And now it's time for another Weird weird Sports! Sports. (laughs) Weird Sports. What do we got? This week's Weird Sport, Cyclocross. Psychocross? No, Cyclocross. Oh. Ah. is Is it a cycling sport? I love cycling sports. Kind of cyclocross is sometimes called cx or ccx or cyclox or (laughs) cross i like all of those those are all great do they have more names than they do fans i think they probably do it's official it's a form of bicycle racing races generally take place in the ottoman winter uh the international so the winter that's in ancient turkey the ottoman winter what? The Ottoman winter? Whoa. What the hell are you talking about? Whoa, that's this? a reach, Joel. <laughs> I don't get this. <laughs> I was Just saying the, Explain yourself. The Ottoman winter. What? You said autumn and winter. He... he Ottoman... Oh, Ottoman like Empire. Oh, like the things you put your feet up on when you're sitting in a chair. The Ottomans. Yes. Yeah. Okay, cool. Now I understand your joke. Uh, <laughs> Which was good, right? Now that you nope. have explained it, we can all acknowledge that it was a good joke. Ish. <laughs> uh... They take place in autumn and winter and consist of many laps of a short, which is like one and a half to two mile course, featuring pavement, wooded trails, grass, steep hills, and obstacles requiring the rider to quickly dismount, carry the bike whilst navigating the obstruction, and remount. That sounds awesome. Yeah. This sounds like cycling. Meets Double Dare. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Except you don't have the kind of sexy girl who's walking you through each one and then announcing prizes at the end of each. Thing. Kind of sexy. Yeah. Like totally sexy. Right. But she's always like. and we're not talking about one of, of the contestants, contestants, right? Because otherwise, I'm really creeped out. No, no. no on Double no, Dare, there was, was always Mark that Summers' sexy assistant girl. Yeah. She she an an I really don't remember like... the host girl from Double Dare. Yeah. But then dun dun dun. Ba 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 ba. You know what? I just realized I might have been thinking of um, Mo from Guts. No, you were not thinking of her. I don't she remember what she hot. looks like. All right. Well, moving on. <laughs> uh, races wow, for just... senior categories are generally between 30 minutes and an hour long, with the distance varying depe- depending on ground conditions. The sport is strongest in the traditional road cycling countries, such as Bel- Belgium and Flanders in particular, France, and their Niederlanders. These are all traditional road cycling countries. Except maybe they mentioned Spain and Italy, which are huge. Well, those people country. probably like the traditional stuff. They're not into grass, mud, <laughs> obstacles you have to carry your bike over your head. Yeah. They wanna just be like, Oh, let's get on a bike you ride around. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Uh, we're Cyclocross. We're gonna get on our bike. CCX Cyclo X We're gonna play the song bicycle built <laughs> for two and ride around. tell me more about this sport there are many stories about the origins of cyclocross one is that european road racers in the early 1900s would race each other to the next town over from them and that they were allowed to cut through the farmer's fields over fences or take any other shortcuts in order to make it to the next town first that sounds awesome yeah i would love to see that race they're just all having fun I'd love to see them to attempt to cover that race. <laughs> like, I, I, I would worry, though, that one of them might get distracted by a very attractive farmer's daughter. Right, and then the dad would come out and be like, you stick your dick, my farmer's daughter, I'll shoot you in the head. I'm from France. Just, <laughs> just picturing, I'm picturing Phil Liggett. And on, have, some uh, and, <laughs> have some wine! Have some wine! The helicopter over the field in France, like Alberto Contador has gone into the bar and he has not come out. He's been in there for forty-five minutes. Oh, here he comes! He's running. He's running. Oh, his <laughs> legs are a little weak. Ooh. Yeah. And there is there is a farmer with a shotgun. Up, up. We know this story, folks. This and Lance is... Armstrong is dead. <laughs> and that's how it ends. Yeah. Um. This uh. This event was sometimes called the steeple chase, as the only visible landmark in the next town was often the steeple. Oh, like the oh. like the track steeple chase. Yeah, but or this like is, the is where the origin of it came from. Oh, okay. Steeplechase. Do, 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 do they think the steeplechase biking came before steeplechase running? I don't know. Nice. Don't say. Don't know. Uh, this was a way for them to stay in shape during the winter months and put a twist on road racing. In addition, riding off-road was more difficult than smooth payment. pavement. There we go. And it increased the intensity which the cyclists were riding and improved their on-the-road bike handling abilities. Hmm. This is like... um. How uh, fat women put the ankle weights on when they do their step aerobics? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. uh. Make it
0: more difficult so uh. that when they're stepping without them, they're like, Oh, my feet are so light, boy, turkey. <laughs> they were speaking jive at the time. That's why they said turkey. Yeah. They weren't right. actually eating a turkey. Um, <laughs> all right. So I'm going to skip through. The, the, in, the background is way too big. So uh, I'm going to cut down to uh, how about clothing? No, oh. I'm going to skip that second. <laughs> clothing. They wear bicycle clothes. This would be the yeah. first weird sport where we talked about clothing. I would have to point that yeah, out. Yeah, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to do that. Let's talk about technique. Technique is more important anyways. Okay. Although courses are less technical than those of mountain biking, the particular obstacles often require specific technical abilities uh, from the competitors. However, single track and streams, like in mountain biking, are sometimes part of the course. That's crazy. I love it. You I have to it. go through water. Ford, Ford the river. Yeah. So it's like Oregon Trail. You it to, is. You have to make a decision about whether you want to caulk your bike and float it across yeah. or <laughs> or pay for the ferry. no, Or, they, or uh, jump it. <laughs> and they all have dysentery by the end. Yeah. Yeah. I don't <laughs> even know if that was in that game. I don't know where dysentery came You've from. You've chosen no, there was dysentery, Was there? Yeah, yeah. Do you know where dysentery comes from? Drinking water with poop in it. Kind of. Yeah. I'm going to simplify it for everybody at home so that they know not to do that. Uh, Let's see. Um, More common, however, are steps, barriers, ditches, uh, stairs, steep slopes, and deep mud or sand, which require (laughs) running while carrying the bicycle. Oh, man. This sounds awesome. This is maybe one of my more this is probably the weird sport I've wanted to watch the most of all the ones that we've done. Yeah. I imagine that it would be tricky too, because you have to when you get to every obstacle you're like, maybe I could just ride my bike through that. (laughs) 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 That stream is shallow enough. It might be faster for me to just ride my bike. Oh, man, kind of I, I, this, this, this means I bet you the first lap is the most interesting to watch for just that reason. Right. When they're like, let's try this out. This was a mistake. Quicksand. Don't fight or you fall faster. Uh, cool. So all that shit. Uh, the approach was invented by Octave Lapize and proven by Eugene Christophe, who in 1913 had to carry his broken bike. Down the Tourmalette during the Tour de France. The Tourmalet. The Col de Tourmalet. Fuck you. <laughs> so much. It's, uh, it's like the most legendary climb other than the Alpe d'Huez. The, yeah, it, but his, bro- his bike broke, so he had to yeah. carry it. And they were like, this sounds like a good idea for Cyclocross or CCX or CX or C-Cross. <laughs> um, although this sounds simple, doing so in the middle of a quick-paced race is difficult. Don't think it sounds simple. I didn't think it sounded simple at all. Well, no, although it does, don't don't. Although it does, don't. Uh being able to dismount, pick up the bike, put it back down, remount smoothly and quickly requires practice and skill. I I don't doubt it. I am I am I am fascinated by this. I want to find out where there's a cyclocross event near me. Uh I do not have that information, but I do know that it's in Europe. So why don't you go go there? Why don't you go there forever, Joel? <laughs> <laughs> The more recent development... Wait, 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 wait a second. That was, that was an unusually harsh rebuke. <laughs> what? Did you just insist that I move across the Atlantic Ocean just I'll because miss I you. asked you about I'll day. miss okay. you. It's just that you should. You, you should go, and go away forever. You didn't sound like you were going to miss me with the way you said it, Bill. It no, but you like, should go away for a long like time. sounds like you guys are arguing <laughs> about feelings. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the more recent development to overcome obstacles such as barriers and sometimes ditches is the bunny hop. Ooh. Which came into prominence in 1989. When wait, wait, wait! I think I know this one. It's where you throw a bunch of bunnies into the the pit. Yeah, and then and they then build themselves into them. a ramp. And yeah, they, they all just know how to hop into a ramp form. Then you run. Oh, I assume them, that you squish. would just kill the bunnies, but throw in enough bunnies that you would right. fill the that pit. It fills and then the just pit. Ride right over. Them. Everybody has like a hamburger sack of bunnies <laughs> on their, <laughs> bunnies their that they, they just throw. They take them, them everywhere with them. Yeah, that's kind it, right? of. Okay. Uh, in 1989, Danny De, De-, De- B, Used it in his successful world championship run. Bunny hopping is when you just you're on your bike and you just like Ollie. Right. What oh, do and oh. Just hop. oh. So, well, I, I was it's not as cool as I was the, the dance. Yeah. Doing the bunny hop <laughs> yeah. in 1989. We all were. That's true. The bunny was, hop was, was so, not, but I was not very cool in 1989. Hop, hop, hop. You, you were did not. We're not. It's like the equivalent of the chicken dance. It ain't cool. What do you mean? The, the chicken dance isn't cool. I'm sorry. Uh, bunny hopping has become less popular as a result of race directors seeking to limit its use by setting up two or three barriers in a row. Gotta, gotta, those cheap bunny hoppers. Yeah. Gotta get them. It's true. That's all I got for weird sports. That, I, we've, we've more than filled it. This is, uh, a keep, keep you posted, folks, but I am, I am actually going to look into where I could potentially go watch cyclocross just in case. I, if, southern california i'll bet you there's somewhere i can go if he does we'll get a flip cam and joel do some reporting live on the scene the live reporting that of would Cycle be impressive. impressive i would love that well that comes to the end another episode of weird sports. Sports. all right that brings us to the end of another sports sports sports, sports. podcast before we go We'd like to give you our contact information. You can email us at sports, sports, sports at gmail.com. That's sports, sports, sports at gmail.com. You can tweet at us at sports, the number three podcast. That's sports, the number three podcast. You can find us on Facebook by searching sports, sports, sports podcast. You'll top our thingy. we got a ton of new followers on Facebook this week. So thank you so much for discovering us. You can find us on Stitcher Radio. Download the Stitcher app today at Stitcher.com and search Sports 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 Podcast. You can find us on YouTube at YouTube.com slash ComedyPodNet. That's YouTube.com slash ComedyPodNet. Or you can find us on iTunes at Sports the Number 3 Space Podcast. That's Sports the Number 3, all one word. Space Podcast. Please rate and review while you are there. And for all of our back episodes, go to ComedyPodcastNetwork.com. Phil. Yep. You forgot the Twitter. No, I didn't. No, I was just kidding. No, I didn't. You That's never my, forget, my second one. You never forget anything, Phil. I know. You're a machine. I'm a machine. You did miss the time change. We went to 6-8 at the end. Oh, jeez. Oh, Lights up. You have received this transmission from the Comedy Podcast Network. For more shows, visit ComedyPodcastNetwork.com.